welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Glory to His name. For those of you who I'm just seeing for the first time in the year, Happy New Year. Turn to your neighbor left and right, say welcome to church. And Happy New Year. Glory to God. Turn to another person, say welcome to the year of recovery. Welcome to the year of release. Welcome to your Goshen experience. Welcome to all-round victory. Welcome to overwhelming breakthroughs. Can someone shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Turn your Bibles with me to Jeremiah chapter 1. That's our anchor scripture for our focus this month of January. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 4. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 4. It's a lengthy read up until verse 19, but I'll just skip some parts and then go into some other part. At the beginning, the message says, the message translation says, the message of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, of the family of priests, who lived somewhere and somewhere, God's message came to, began to come to him during the 13th year of Josiah, son of Ammon, reigned over Judah. And all that and all that. And then the last part there says, this is what God said. Someone say, this is what God said. Verse 5. So before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. A prophet to the nations, that's what I had in mind for you. Someone say, God is mindful of me. Say, God thinks about me. And he has holy plans for me. Glory to God. The psalmist said the Lord is mindful of us and he will bless us. So if you want to think about what God is thinking about or for you or concerning you, know that there are blessings attached to it. So he says God is mindful of us and he will bless us. Alright? He says, but I said, hold it, Master God. <laughs> hey. Say, hold it, Master God. Look at me. If it was a particular person talking to God, he said, Senior man, hold it there. Look at me. Look at me. Can't you see? Look at me. I don't know anything. I'm only a boy. God told me, Don't say I am only a boy. I'll tell you where to go. And you will go there. I'll tell you what to say. And you'll say it. Don't be afraid of a soul. I'll be right there looking after you. God's decree. God's decree. So the reason I go where I go, I say what I say, it's not because I feel like saying it or I feel like doing it. It is God's decree. He said, I will tell you where to go and I will tell you what to say. Despite your obvious limitations that you are a boy 
So he knew you were a boy from the get go, yet he said that I will tell you what to say and I will tell you where to go. It means that I will not change your boyhood, pardon my grammar, before I tell you where to go. Is someone following me? I will not change your boyhood before I tell you what to say. In the state that you are, as long as you are lying with my perspective and you hold my hands, I will tell you what to say and where to go. On verse 9, it said, God reached out, touched my mouth and said, Look, I have just put my words in your mouth. Hand delivered. See what I've done? I've given you a job to do among nations and governments. <laughs> a red letter day. Your job is to pull and tear down. Take apart and demolish and then start over. Building and planting. What an assignment to a boy. What an assignment to a boy. What an assignment to one that thinks he doesn't qualify. What an assignment to one that thinks that I don't have what it takes to get it done. How was God planning to get it done? It says, He reached out to me and touched my mouth and said, I have just put my words in your mouth, hand delivered. Hand delivered. And he said, you've got a job to do. Someone say, I've got a job to do. Clearly, it separates the work. It separates the assignment. It separates the task. God has a purpose. He has a mind thought about you. He said, this, that's what I had in mind for you. That's what I had in mind. When I was thinking about you, I was thinking about something. So what I was thinking about is with me. It's in my mind. Okay, that's what I want to do. But you, you have a job to do. And for you to do that job, I will equip you. I will put my word in your mouth. I will give you the equipping you need to do the job that I have for you. Glory to God. It says, this job that I have for you, it's among nations and governments. So your job will be to pull up and tear down. Take apart and demolish. And then start over. Building and planting. How? By the words that I have put in your mouth. Hand delivered. So we talked about two principles. Last week we talked about one. Know that it is not about you. That's the first principle. It's not about you. It's about what God had in his mind. It's his plan. From day one, it's his purpose. You have your part to play, yes, but it's his purpose. It's his intent. The, the, the desires in his heart, what he plans to do, belongs to him. Okay? And then number two, we said, have the ability to see the change before it comes. There is a change coming. There is something God plans to do. But he needs you to be able to see it. That's why he said to Jeremiah. He said God's message came to me. He said what do you see? He said I, I said a walking stick. That's all. And God said good eyes. I'm sticking with you. He said good eyes. He said you've seen well. 
good eyes i'm sticking with you he said i will make every word i give you come true for every word of god that will come through in your life you need to have the ability to see the change before it comes you need to see it before it comes so god said to jeremiah what do you see he said ah, i i see i see a normal branch oh yes you've seen well you've seen well i see a walking stick you've seen well he said because of that say good eyes i'll make every word i give to you come true so it means that god's word given to you requires you the vision to see it not just the word spoken it says i will stand upon my watch to see what he will say to see what he will say i thought when people talk you hear but when god talks you see are you hearing me for it to become reality for it to carry weight and, and deliver you have to see it so it's not that god said this year it will be a year of release and total recovery are you seeing it as he's saying it is vision coming to you as he's saying it are you catching a picture so i will stand upon my watch to see what he will say so as he's talking i'm seeing so where total recovery is concerned what are you seeing where year of release is concerned what are you seeing where goshen experience is concerned what are you seeing so you need to see well you need to see well today i'll talk about two uh, two more principles number one or number three in in that order everything that exists in the natural is a product of a spiritual encounter everything that exists in the natural is a product of a spiritual encounter john chapter 1 from verse 12 the new living translation says but to all who believed him and accepted him he gave the right to become children of god they are born not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan but a birth that comes from god a birth that comes from god so the fact that there is a natural part does not deny a supernatural purpose the fact that it comes to you naturally does not deny the fact that there is an assignment of god on that thing the fact that it comes to you naturally does not deny does not remove the supernatural part of god you say oh you know uh, I, I did nothing i didn't even pray about it and it just came Everything that exists in the natural is a product of a supernatural encounter. Nothing just happens. Nothing. Nothing just happens. Everything is predicated on the supernatural. That you are not seeing it does not give credence that it is not there that you're not experiencing it does not justify the fact justify its absence rather no there is the the, the natural is born out of the supernatural the things that exist in the natural how we live our lives and run our things it's born out of the supernatural there's certain things that happen in my life it gets to a point i just say to myself okay um i think i've been i've been 
taking it too easy on this thing I think I've been I've been keeping quiet on this thing I need to take a different approach I was telling us last week that I, I speak to I speak to everything in my house I speak to everything even if I have the natural means to solve it once it starts becoming a headache to me I begin to say no no this is not normal this is not normal I begin to speak to it the other day I was talking to my car I said you are behaving like this I don't like it adjust yourself correct yourself rectify your problem whatever it is I mean I'm driving alone and then the good thing about winding up is that you can shout and nobody will know that I do that a lot put my hand on the steering I say fix yourself whatever is wrong with you fix yourself I want to say, ah, Pastor, that's on the extreme. Why did you just take it to the mechanic? It will shock you. You will go there. They will try and try and try. They will not know what the problem is. You keep spending money upon money upon money. But you can't speak a word. And when you get there, they just know what to do. You think it's natural? Or to know the right person to take it to. Sometimes we trivialize a lot of things. I understand the extremism. I understand the part of extremism. But then there is a place where you come to understand that, look, my life is not a random act of something. No. There is some deliberate motive, mind of God concerning me, where I go, what I say. When I recognize that, it changes the way I move and live. It changes everything about me. I'm not being spooky. I'm only telling you that my life is a product of the supernatural and if it's a product of the supernatural I live that way I live that way so I open my refrigerator I'm talking to my refrigerator and then someone said pastor is you, are you okay say I'm very okay say but why don't you just go and buy the groceries I know but because I have the money does not take away my supernatural authority. Are you getting me? I'm not speaking to my refrigerator because I don't have the money to buy the things. No. I'm speaking to it because that's how, that's how we live. That's our life. It's our nature. Don't blame us. It's our, that's how we live. I don't know how not to talk to things. Because the money doesn't control me. I control it control it how we live on this part of the divide in the supernatural is that we speak to things we are speaking beings we are not speaking because we don't you, you speak to your health because you, you have a headache no I speak to my health all the time whether I have a headache or not so I don't have to wait so it is not because of a need that, that requires me to utter words. No. My mouth is not just for food. For food only. No. It is to speak life. Jesus said the words that I speak to you. They are spirit and they are life. So as it's coming out. Spirit is coming out. And it's giving life to everything. So when I speak to things. I say take life. Take life. The life you need take it. The life you need take it. The life you need take it. I don't care how many months it takes me I begin to do the life you need take it the life you need take it 
when I when when the uh, Toyota Camry was giving us a lot of issues, and I kept speaking over the thing, I kept speaking over the thing, I kept speaking over the thing. One particular Saturday, I think I had spoken too much that the word was looking for manifestation. So that Saturday, I was at home, and we came, we came, we came to play table tennis that Saturday, just normal table tennis in the house. Cola and I, and um, and Pastor Grace came over as well. And then Cola just said jokingly, um, no, it was Pastor Grace who said jokingly, he said, PJ, why don't you just sell this car? I said, well, if we get a buyer, let's sell it. And then Cola said, are you serious? I said, yes. And then he said, okay, let me call someone. And then he called somebody. And then within 24 hours, or that same day, that same day, the car was sold. It was sold more than the amount we got it. it was sold 1. something million. I can't remember how much same day I'd spoken enough with all the issues with the car he was surprised that the person bought it for that amount I'd spoken enough of it and I said okay I was tired and then he said okay so what car are we going to get now I said maybe an SUV he said okay let's start looking for and then we started looking for we started looking for, we started looking for and then I remembered when when we saw the car I remembered that oh I had been saying that when I change this car, I will get an SUV. So when I was driving the Camry, I was speaking to the Camry, change to an SUV. You may call me crazy, but it's working, oh. Hmm. It's working. If you know the things I'm speaking that are coming, I'll just be like, <laughs> it's working. It's working. beans see I will give you the word but the thing about it is that speaking is not just speaking it is speaking the word he gave to you so if you don't go to him to get the word what will you say that's why it has not been working you've been speaking your own words he says I will give you the words to what to say so when you spend time in his presence you know what to say you know the right words that is the word that will not return void but let me your own will return void oh. the word that will not return void is the one that he puts in your mouth it's not wishful thinking I know when I am being wishful in my thinking or my desires I know it but when God gives me a word I know it's beyond me and I say it continually and declare it till I see it come to pass not because I so desire it. It's because I got in his presence and I received the word. So this period, this season, Dr. K on behalf of King's Word Ministries International got in the presence of God and said, God, what do you want your people to declare and make come to pass? He said five things. He said, recovery, release, Gaussian experience, all-round victory, overwhelming breakthrough. I will be a fool to be speaking something else. If I speak any other thing apart from this, it's no longer the word of God in the mouth of a servant. It is now my word. So everything around my life this year, I'm telling them recover, release, have Goshen experience no matter if they like, they didn't come out with 20 variants of COVID. And have overwhelming breakthrough. 
so the fact that there is a natural part does not deny a supernatural purpose so you shouldn't be after the natural part alone then forget about the supernatural purpose no it is the purpose in the supernatural that drives my natural it is where he wants me to go that determines the boss i will enter are you seeing the correlation not that i just want to get into a bus or take a taxi no it is where he wants me to go so this my 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 natural um everyday occurrence my natural everyday life do's and don'ts is driven by the push of the supernatural is driven by that push so it's a product of a spiritual encounter principle number four God's existence does not replace man's responsibilities. God's existence does not replace man's responsibilities. Genesis 2 and verse 15. It says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to walk, eat, and keep it. The Lord God took the man he had created and put him in the garden to walk it and keep it. Adam would have said, God, you are Jehovah everything. Why should I walk? Why should I walk? The fact that God exists does not take away your responsibility. The fact that he is God doesn't mean that you live your life anyhow. No. You have some responsibilities. Adam at that time was in the purest form of holiness whatsoever. So he could have said, no walking for me. But he said, God put him there and said, keep this garden. Tend it and keep it. So because we know that there is God, we sometimes become unguarded and indisciplined. You know that there is God. And because God is there, you forget about your own part. You forget about your discipline. And then your life becomes frivolous. Any money where I get like this. Thy enjoyment. And we should not worry about your future. <laughs> we will worry you. There will be no future in the first place. They say God will supply. God will supply. And they only use seven chicken. God will supply. God will supply. You're not saving. You're not investing. You're not doing business. God will supply. Yes, he will supply. But his supply should not permit your unguardedness and indiscipline. Just because we know that God exists doesn't mean we should not walk and keep the garden. How will God supply? through the works of your hands. God's existence has not replaced our reasoning and cognitive abilities. You know, a lot of times when we pray, we forget that God answers. So, what we want to do is just pray. We want to just pray and we pray and pray and pray two hours three hours we pray and then we leave the place forgetting that the god who 
we're talking to also answers prayer so we are concerned about the talk we're telling him we're not bothered about the reply he would give so the ability to think and reason we leave all that aside just because God exists God's existence has not replaced our ability to think creatively it hasn't replaced it he's still God but he gave us a reasoning ability cognitive ability to think to imagine and the Bible said of them he said everything that they plan to do or they imagine to do they will do but God is still God so because God is God this is the way one of my mentors put it it says you're trying to cross a gutter and because you know that God is there you're not looking you're just going my God is a good God yes he is and you're singing so you feel like okay because I'm singing church song I should naturally be protected so you're unguarded, you're in discipline and just keep going, my God is a good God yes he is, and then you fall inside the gutter and then you're shocked what you have done is that you have taken your responsibility and handed it over to God and taken his own responsibility and given it to him, and then you say I have nothing I have nothing God should just be leading me and guiding me why did God not stop me from falling inside the gutter? Why didn't he stop me from falling inside the gutter? So you don't take away your own ability, cognitive reasoning ability, creative thinking, because God exists. No. He said he formed the man. He put him in the garden. He said walk it and keep it. Walk it and keep it. So we need to realize that there is the heavenly realm and there's also the earthly realm. The heavenly realm and the earthly realm. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says the secret things belong to the Lord our God. But the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. That we may do all the words of this law. We may do all the words of this law so the moment it is a secret is that the secret things belong to God the moment it is a secret it becomes God's purpose it's for God but the moment it is revealed it becomes our path to follow it becomes our path to follow so from then we begin, we begin to ask him now that you have revealed it it's now a responsibility on me so what do I need to do Many a times we don't ask that question. What do I need to do? Everything can't be God. No. He needs you to do some things. And one of them is that by speaking the words that he has put in your mouth. First of all, in declaring those things, you begin to see clearly your path. You begin to see what's required of you to do. You speak the words that he has given. So that there is a purpose does not eliminate a path. That there is a purpose does not eliminate a path. We cannot live our lives anyhow. 
nothing about your life is by chance nothing about your life is random whatever will be will not always be say let's just be going let's just be going we'll figure it out no it will not always be there are some definite things you get from God there are some specific things God requires of you that you must do it's your path it's your path yes God has said that this and this will happen this year but have you articulated what you are expected to do maybe you are supposed to take a, a course or do a program or go learn a skill all those things are the things that you are supposed to do in line with the purpose of God the, the difference listen very carefully the difference is that you are not just doing things anyhow you are doing the things that are in line with the purpose for the season that's why you need to pay attention to things like this so you're not just as one beating the air running everywhere no doing all this and no you are doing it in line with a purpose that's why it's important you know what the will of God is the Bible says be, be not unwise but know what the will of the Father is you're doing it in line with the purpose there is nothing wrong with the word spoken I'll say that again there is nothing wrong I've come to realize that there's nothing wrong with what God said Usually the problem is how I interpreted it. When I made that a resolute in my heart, I began to see some changes. As a growing up Christian, I used to, I used to think that um, um, some, some, some man of God is more powerful than this man of God because this one said this thing and it came to pass this one said it um, I used to have those kind of rubbish thinking but I, I, I getting to work with God closely I realized that there's nothing wrong with God's word there's nothing wrong with his word his word is his word it will come to pass his word is his word most of the time is my interpretation of that word how I took the word how I believe the word I believe the word that's usually the problem so even if you don't believe the vessel believe the God behind the word even if you don't believe me believe the God behind the word because it is still his word he did not say I will bring your pastor's word to pass no he said I will bring my word to pass so the moment you begin to see it as God's word that will come to pass in your life then he begins to give you the path to bring about that word to pass someone says it's God's word and it's coming to pass glory to God I'm tempted to give you the other ones but no I shall reserve it the secret things that I know belong to me Glory to God. Stand to your feet, church. That's a good dose 
by the way the other part of this message the first part is on the website you can check it out and listen to it so what are the four principles we've touched now first principle number one know that it is not about you principle number two have the ability to see change before it comes and number three everything that exists in the natural is a product of a spiritual encounter and number four god's existence does not replace man's responsibility lift your hand with me and say this season i take responsibility come on say it out loud this season i take responsibility in the name of jesus i will not leave to chance anything i will be deliberate about god's plan i will be deliberate about god's purpose i will be deliberate about the things i need to do come on take a few minutes and just talk to the lord that i will be deliberate this season my eyes will see clearly i will know what to do how to do when to do with whom to do in the name of jesus clarity will dawn on me like never before in the name of jesus in this season i will follow the right path i will speak the right words i will declare the right things to bring about the plan of god to bring about the purpose of god in the name of jesus in this season i will have experiences as declared by god's servant go ahead and declare in this season i will have recovery experiences i will have release experiences into all that god has called me to be in this season i will have goals and experiences in the name of jesus in this season i will enjoy all-round victories and overwhelming breakthroughs in the name of jesus in this season i will enjoy total recovery because god's word has said it i believe it and that settles settles it in jesus precious name the preceding message was brought to you by kingsword ministries international for information about kingsword ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources thank you for listening to this message and remember where the word of a king is there's power